Rush Limbaugh, the EIB Network, and... Good morning, everybody. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. What's up, beer drinkers? We got another great show for you again this week. I... Here's Dan Hampton and Ed O'Brien. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to... This week on the Lingus Mafia podcast... What is happening? Well, we have Vince Russo on the show to talk about, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I guess you'll just have to listen. Ah, we got our wedding shoes for the groomsmen, and uh, we test them out, show them on the video feed. OB has lost his mind and more NFL. All this and much more next. Come here and tell me that if I fuck you in your ass, you punk white boy, you faggot. You can't touch me. You're not man enough. I eat your asshole alive, you bitch. Fuck you, you hoe. Come and tell me my face. I'm fucking your ass for everybody, you bitch. Come on, you bitch. You're scared, coward. You're not man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. Look at you scared now, you hoe. Scared like a little white pussy. Scared of the real man. I'll fuck you till you love me, faggot. This is where this gets difficult. Come down to this door. What the hell these boys want you for this time of night? I don't know. Ask them what they want. We want the fuck. Lingus Mafia podcast. You might know us from another show called The Wrestlingus Show, but we have this other little side gig that we do, and this is the Lingus Mafia podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the boss of this family. My name's Cav Manning. I am along with my consigliere, Mr. Gold 
hat himself, a uh, little gold Giants <laughs> logo. That's Fausty Walnuts. That's my World Series champion. No, no. Gold Giants. That, what have what you do done you for me see? lately? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know, celebrate I is, 86. I think this is nine Fausty. years old. I think this is 2012, I think. As I have Jim McMahon behind me and fucking people from 85. <laughs> never mind it. And our underboss, that is Gregorio. Bonacera. Oh, do we have a show for you this week? We will have Vince Russo on shortly. What can he possibly say? So much controversy. Oh, boy. What he's going to talk about, I can't imagine, Faust. Uh, we'll get into OB is on fire this week after uh, the Bears. They didn't even. Dis- Tom didn't even spit on the Bears' asshole when he put it in. <laughs> I don't know how Tom didn't go like this after the first half. Was that four touchdowns I threw? Four? I I don't know how he didn't because that was that. Um, And then uh, we'll get into all of our football picks on the other side, all that kind of stuff. So it is a juicy long show for you. Um, Vince interviews about 40 minutes by itself. Um, So stay. uh, Come for Vince Russo. What? And stay <laughs> and stay for OB, baby, because that's where we're going to get hot to the touch. However, we are having a contest, Fausty. I don't even know if it's a contest, really. It's a drawing for the first 100 people to sign up to either the Wrestlingus tier, which is only a whole five bucks, and you will get at the least two shows a week for wrestling on there, sometimes three when there's pay-per-view, or if you are in any of the plus tiers, you will be entered to win multiple prizes, Faust. Hey, we have so many damn prizes. I'm going to tell you a couple of them here that you could possibly win. You will have a 1 in 10 chance. There's an app that has a wheel. That's how it will be done. I'll put your name in there. It will spin. You come up there. You will win stuff. And there will be 10 winners there. If you are one of the first 50 to sign up, which, by the way, hurry up to be one of the first 50 because that is closing soon with the 50. That's coming up quickly. So get in on the first 50, you will get the first drawing. There's going to be a drawing for the first 50. If you win that, you are not out for the rest of the way. You are still in it for the 10. So you will have double your chance to win being in the first 50. We have things like signed tights by Brett the Hitman Hart, signed magazine Brett Hart, signed other stuff from Ted DiBiase. Thank you. Uh, Kurt Angle signed a pop, a giant photo of Hogan and Warrior at WrestleMania 6 signed by Hulk Hogan. Austin signed something. Rock signed something. Fausty just recently got... Undertaker. Undertaker, Edge, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Austin, uh, I mean, Fausty, it's his son name, Austin. I get confused. They look alike. (laughs) Um, He has signed stuff by Demolition now. He had just got. Um, You want to show Greggy Boy? Show Greggy Boy. Smash and Crush? Who? What are you, crazy? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Axe and Smash. Fantastic. And um, Oscar. Oh, you did that yourself? (laughs) <laughs> How, that we have it authentic right. in the back, so fuck That's you. Right right there. Too, right? This guy got to say shit to these wrestling fans, which will believe him. You fucking asshole. You don't get any of them. There you go. Well, I, just, I, was, I was underwhelmed by their their signature. That's I know. All. I mean, what are you gonna do? Your name's Axe and Smash. The Axe one has right. to be the easiest one ever. To do. Right. Talk about a quick signature. I can pump these out, motherfucker. So get in. Number on two it. would be Arn, right? Yeah, that would be quick too. That's a <laughs> boom scribble. 
boom, scribble. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a, a heartbeat. Ba-boom. <laughs> Ba-boom. Uh, go to patreon.com slash lingusmafia and check all the tiers out. See which one fits you. If the $5 one fits you, you're in, baby. You get the wrestling shows, and that's all you need to get in to get this prize package, uh, and we're going to have... We're going to have this laid out soon to where it is. This is the final. This is 10th place, 9th place, so on. And 10th place isn't going to be just some, oh, you get a card. Here you go. It is going to be multiple prizes in each of these packages. There will. The only time it's going to turn into a one thing is when you are getting possibly one of the plaques, the giant Hogan picture, the, uh, the tights signed by Brett, uh, possibly, or the rock photo. And I'm not even 100% sure that the rock photo and the Austin photo will be by itself, to tell you the truth. That will still might be paired with something else. I have the Young Bucks bucks from the falling from the ceiling. Bucks, bucks. So I could actually put one of those bucks. I got four of them. <laughs> I could put one of those in with a couple of each of the packages by, you know what? I might have that thing be a spin the wheel to see where it goes. By chance, you'll get one of the bucks thrown in for because that's a collector's item. It <laughs> fell from the ceiling, yeah. so I mean you're not you can't buy that. So it's one of those mm. extras to throw into somewhere. So also go to our Twitter and that's at Lingus Mafia if you want to see some of the prizes. There's a a sheet of cards that is not cut from the Attitude Era. We can't even find this anywhere. The value or anything yeah. uncut sheet of cards and yeah, w, WWF turnbuckle. That is, and and Greg just tries to derail us at all points. <laughs> at all points, he pretty much tells people don't I mean, sign up because he's mad because I, we're the ones bringing in people. Faust, he tried to sabotage this motherfucker. I hope I'm people click that ad we have, Greg, and I go, I ain't giving you no money. Fuck off, and we cut him off this about that. The fuck Greg tier. The fuck Greg tier. <laughs> It'll be all Greg's shows, so we'll just have cricket sound effect the entire time, Faust. That's what we'll be for. Him. Thank It'll you. It'll just have a uh, cold brew on it. <laughs> Which, like I said, will be cricket sounds, Faust. <laughs> Thank you. And welcome to the Greg show. <laughs> that should be anytime Greg starts a show, it be, that's the theme. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing a lot this show. Like I said, we have OB to get to. And something I wanted to show you guys. Now, first of all, I I wanted to tell each of you that I've decided. I don't need anybody. I decide this. When it comes down to us, because we have money from Patreon, right? And with Greg is putting in ads on Google. We get clicks, we get sent over, and that costs the money. We take it out the kitty, right, Faust? We pull out the kitty. I think anything we need for this show, for our fucking, as they, whatever, our brand, whatever the hell we call this thing, Faust, this family, <laughs> this thing of ours. we take from there to do. We use mm -hmm. that money. So when you're buying those autographs, you got to tell me, and I shoot you the money, PayPal, because it's all fucking there, and we'll keep track yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So... Old baby Jonathan told me, who's a CPA, uh, he said, you need to put the fucking Patreon as a business. He goes, you write off everything in the fucking world. He goes, you ordered a football fucking package. That's for the show. I said, you know, you fucking, hmm. you're right about it. He goes, mm. your, so ele your electric bill, you write it off for the fucking show. I go, <laughs> fuck. He was saying, cause the motherfucker's a CPA. 
So it's not talking yeah. talking to some schlub off the street who tells you, you go, okay, and then you're in jail. So <laughs> I think we could fucking put all, whatever the fuck we have to do for the show, we're going to be writing off. And so we should, however, though, I think they, monthly. They just write it off. Fuck like, it. Like Kramer. Just, just write you it just off. write it off. It's like you pop a Benadryl. Just pop it. Just pop a Benadryl. And, and so I think if anybody is doing something, I think, though, we will have to pay taxes every year on everything because right now we don't have to because Patreon says $20,000 is when you have to start. <laughs> Which, ladies and gentlemen, we don't make twenty fucking thousand dollars off this show. <laughs> yeah, <sniffing> no. So <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, but you'll probably, you know, pay taxes for the fucking year if you're writing off shit on it. So that's right. right. Yeah, minus expenses. Yeah. You know, revenue minus expenses mm-hmm. and everything that's expenses. And so, are you telling us that you're starting an LLC? You know what? That's fucking. I wasn't going to tell you that, but maybe I should. Fuck, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I would ask to ask fucking baby John. My father had an LLC, just his name. So it was like. Yeah. You get just can whatever, um, right? So maybe we fucking do. We're big time over here. Maybe we uh, we go public, folks, and they <laughs> invest. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I I'm I'm getting stuff for doing the golf studio shit. I'm not mm-hmm. fucking crazy. I ain't gonna fucking. Oh no, I needed a new fucking monitor for two thousand dollars. This is not a problem for you, folks. And so I'm I bought uh, sleeves of three golf balls. So I'm doing a test. I tweeted it out. I have a test of all all the the Bridgestone colors, right? Three of each of the balls. Oh yeah. Um, the, red, the yellow the, one goes farther. I would like to know. I would like to find out. So I have all the color thing, not the color of ball, the color of whatever these things are, right? The the, the brand. Package. Yeah. Yeah, because one is like you swing over a hundred and five, whatever. Um, when soft. Yeah, you do that. So I have the the two big titleist names, the Pro V One, Pro V One X, and then I have the. Uh, the Srixen, right? The two of theirs that they're their thing. So gonna do a test on the fucking sim, which one go further, which one's better for this, that, and the other thing. After I'm done with these things, if you guys enjoy any of these fucking balls, you can have them because I will not use them after that, because I use my brand that I like. So if you want a Titleist sleeve, Fausty, because I know you enjoy your fucking Max flight, it has a one one shell. That's not even two piece. It's one. He uses well, one piece, I have created to the four piece ones now. <laughs> he comes out there with a gumball machine fucking Super Bowl. I go, what the fuck is this? That don't have much grip. So it's um, Golfland on it. Yeah. So if any of you guys want Range this, balls. like I was saying the same to Rob. If Rob is because I know Rob, he pulls pockets inside out. You know, he buy a three dollar club, try to restore it. If he wants one of these fucking titleists, enjoy. You can have it after we're done doing the test. But stupid small stuff and and things you're going to do for the show. Like, Greg, you do uh, cooking in the car whenever. And you're buying the fucking baking shit. Fucking tell me. And I send it. I mean, we're not going here 600 fucking dollars for something. So, you know, we should uh, be able to use our funds. We're going to set up a uh, corporate credit card. Ooh, I like mm. that fuss. As long as I'm not the one that puts my American Express. I get in trouble. I get in trouble around here. No, I, I don't live by myself anymore, Faust. I could actually pay it. Now. <laughs> Before I was like, fuck, I got to go get a fucking grocery. I got no fucking dollar in my name. So <laughs> You're like, I, I got to sell one of my belts so I can get some money. That's what I was doing. How bad was that? I was selling I fucking remember, my yeah. wrestling. I had like eight wrestling belts, and I ended up with fucking... I only kept the one, my winged eagle, because I'm like, I ain't doing selling that unless I'm fucking dead, you know, because I wanted that damn belt. So, and then I go, I figure I'd be okay eventually in time. I'll, I'll rebuy 
you know, my shit for fucking whatever. So, um, however, what I got in the mail today, Faust, which I was going to show you guys. Hey, now. Let me show you on camera, Faust. Box. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's four things. Oh, oh shoes. Hey. Hey, hey. All hey. right. So I was going to test it out and see how these shoes are. Now, there's one problem. I knew it right away. I go, motherfucker, motherfucker. What could be the problem? <laughs> what could be the problem? Mm. They're used. <laughs> I go, they stink like fucking provolone in my socks at night, so they smell like your sister's cup. <laughs> so here you go. Look at this. All right. Come. The the Jordan card in there. So these are yes. Jordan 11s, right? Okay. And they even have the fucking, the fucking paper, like the... What do you call that, Faust? The rice paper. This is like Blarn's room. The rice paper. <laughs> to, you know, you wrap around the shoe or whatever, right? And Oh, yeah, yeah. With so, the Jordan 45 on it. So that comes in here. And then you have the shoes wrapped up. So we'll take a look at shoes. These are mine, Faust. They were 10. They were 10. You have your 10 in there, Greg. You have your 10. 10. <laughs> so I'll take a look at these. For the sound, for the audience. Yeah, China sent them fast. Very fast. Can you believe how fast those, they come from? Those kids were quick. They, they're sweating. <laughs> okay. I'm like, why is Jordan dribbling the ball on the shoe? I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Here's how they look. All right. Huh? Very nice. Okay. Looking good here with the purple. Yeah, no, it's not the NBA logo where he's dribbling on the bottom. <laughs> sure. right. I'm like, you see if he has three legs. No, he's good. He's good right there. <laughs> Jordan logo, okay, with the four nice. on the back. All right, so we'll have to see. Let's see how how they go. Now, what could be the problem? You never answer. I don't know. The problem. I haven't seen anything yet. The problem is the sizes. They're they're women's sizes. <laughs> I had 10 and a woman. Yep. Fuck, I'm squeezing my fucking shoes. All right. So I'm looking and I go, I don't think these were all the sizes I asked for here. So who's in trouble? Rob is in trouble. I oh, don't no. know. If he's in trouble, it's it's not it's not that bad. He asked for 10 and a half. He received an 11. So in the grand oh, okay. scheme of things, it's not a... It's better for it to be too big yes. than too small. Right. Because I go nine and a half to ten, depending on that shoe. So most of the time, I always get a ten. Because I'm like, I'm, I know I'm not going to be squished or fuck it, what, you know, because sometimes I go, fuck, I get a nine. And if you wear a sock that's thick, you're like, motherfucker, you know, <laughs> and it squeezes you a little bit or whatever. So um, his shoes are 11s. So as Faust would say, eleven. And, and Eleven. That. So yeah, okay. he's, he's not see. going out on the court. He doesn't need you know the. No, yeah, I the, mean they're the tight fit. The, yeah, let's see. I have to tighten these shoes. Don't put up. no let's creases see. in them. Yeah, Unless you know you what? It. That's when you propose. You got to take your shoe off, right, Faust? That's what they do. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> Unless he uh, he likes the uh, the tight shoe when he throws chunkla on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I so saw a video on a Instagram. I saw a video on Instagram the other day. I guess it was a girl that, like, I don't know if she caught her dude cheating or whatever, oh. but it was just a video of her going into his closet oh. and fucking putting on his shoes and then, like, creasing them. Creasing them. 
Oh. You may, that's her revenge. That ain't yeah. too bad then, Faust, if that's the fucking revenge for getting uh, caught cheating is somebody puts on your shoe and takes a step. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a sneakerhead, so I can give a shit if someone does that to my shoes. No, come yeah. on. Not for, for a fucking Jordan. You go, you try to keep it. And, and then you well, get these, those people these, who I'm, I'm never going to wear. I'm going to wear once. And then You're crazy. Gonna put them up on a, I'm going to put them up on a fucking, I'm going to get a fucking glass box and put them up on a, a shelf. glass box. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you auction them off for the first 200 people that sign well, up to our Patreon? You could, the four uh, of us will sign Greg's box and then he can uh, put it on a showcase. There you go. You get, there you go. Famous shoes, Greg. Famous shoes. They go, oh, were these worn by Jordan? No, they were worn to Cav's wedding. Even better. What are you talking about? Cav Manning. That's Cav Manning. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so tighten this up. Okay. Go only one layer in here. That's all right, Faust. And they match my uh, my shoe, my shoes here. Look at that. It's not bad. That's pretty good. All right, all right. All right, okay. So that's it. We got them. And we're ready to go. So when we have our, uh, we have to get on, you know, to try on the suits and all that kind of shit. We have to bring these, and then I'll take them away from you again. So they'll just yeah. be so they get the right length. Yeah, all that. So they look fucking slick, man. I like it. I like it. So just one came the wrong size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it looks like I go. What they didn't have fucking halves. What the fuck is this? Uh, so I was like, maybe. two tens, two elevens. All right. Well, if if a half a size is, I mean, I can't imagine. Unless nah, he was stretching the ten and a half or something. Yeah. He can wear thick socks. <laughs> there you go. I'll buy you some thick socks too, Robbie, if you want. But uh, there's all the different fucking Jordan shoes. You know that whole deal. I always like getting, oh, wow. getting the card where it showed you all the shit, you know. And it's, it's funny because they got the, uh, you know, the 45 on the back too. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. So. That is that. So let's get into, uh, I want to play the uh, Vince Russo interview that Fausti and I did for everybody. Um, And what could possibly Vince Russo talk about? I know there's been a lot of controversy, Faust. He's been at war with another guy that I do a podcast with. Oh, my God. And, you know, he don't like to talk about wrestling, so... I don't know what what's gonna happen here, Faust. I, I say I don't know. I, we just finished the fucking. End. <laughs> I try to build it up, Faust. I try to build things up. So uh, enjoy the Vince Russo episode, and we'll be back after it's finished. Joining us now is someone you might have heard of. He is very popular in the wrestling world, but guess what? We're not going to be talking about wrestling. We're going to be talking some baseball. He's a big baseball enthusiast, Mister Vince Russo. What's going on, Cal? Oh, nothing much, Bill. How are you? How are you doing, Cal? Cal, I'm not used to you with no hat, man. You know, you throw me off with no hat on. And you know what? I buzzed my head. Now I'm trying to grow back some of this that does grow, you know, because the front's a problem here. So I'm like, okay, I got to take my hymns. Let's see what the fuck happens. My dick might fall off, but my hair might grow. So (laughs) very nice. You know, I go, oh, I'll be attractive to women. I can't get my dick hard. So what's the difference? So very nice. Uh, So you. Actually, did your prediction for baseball? We're in the World Series starts tonight, actually, and you did your prediction to be Braves and Toronto Blue Jays, right? I did, bro. I did probably. I would guess it was probably like maybe the last day in March or so. And okay. yes, bro, I went uh, and I went to Braves to win it all. Oh God! But I had <laughs> I, I had the Braves and the uh, Blue Jays. Yeah. 
You know, it's funny because I am a Mets guy and I have to deal with this shit where my brother texts me, goes, really, dude, the fucking Braves. And I'm like, who gets hot at the right? And after their main man, Acuna, goes down, I'm like, yeah. okay, you it's they'd be done. out of it after that, yeah. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, the I think the Dodgers were down like three to two or something, and I had a brand member starting with Dodger excuses. Oh. You know, because there were a couple sure. of Dodgers, you know, Kershaw was down in months, you know, all that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, the Braves lost to Kona. Like, give, get, don't, yeah. don't even go there. This, this was arguably the best player in baseball, bro. So I, I don't want to hear that the Dodgers had injuries, man. Yeah, and and for you guys, because Fausti, as all our people know, is a big-time gi- giant Giants fan. And yeah. uh, you, of course, are a Giants fan. So I'm, I'm surrounded by them all over the place. And I kind of, like, take them as a secondary, you know, in my national, at least, team. Like, I go with White Sox if it's American side. But I, I've liked the Giants just because I've been here since I was 12 years old. So that was always on TV. However... I did, and Faust knows the story. I did, see, he knows what's coming. I did grow up, like, immediately with hatred, hatred, and you know why? Because on the Fox channel, it was time for superstars on Saturday, and guess what would preempt them? Motherfucker. I wanted to kill them. Oh, I was so angry, and it was Roger Craig who would go, "Uh, stay tuned for Giants. And I'm like, I want you to kill you, you bastard. I have to watch squash matches. This is the only time I would watch wrestling is on that Saturday morning. So I was very angry by them. But when they won in, what was it, 97, and the Marlins took them out, right, Faust? Is that when? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that story, Kel? Uh, and you'll get a kick out of this. You'll get, this is a okay. true story. I'll never forget it, bro. Um, you know, Fausti, I really am a diehard Giants fan. My father was a New York Giants fan from the Polo Grounds. So I, you know, like I really started being a Giant fan. Like I'd say probably like 68, right? Oh, wow. I'll never forget this, uh, Kev. Um, when they're in the, play, when, they, when they had to play off against the Marlins, uh-huh. That came on a day when I had to write at Vince's house. <laughs> and, bro, you got to understand. Vince was a spoiled man. And I could, like, Vince, I, I, I would never have made him understood what this game meant to me. Sure. And I remember having to be at his house, bro, and missing the game. And I was like, I, I, I was sick to my stomach, man. And it, was that the final game of the, the series? Well, what, what that the, the, I believe the final game, Fausti, I'm, I'm old, so I forget things. Um Either I forget things or I actually didn't write the Attitude Era. But regardless, <laughs> yeah, it's a wrong Fausti. co-host here. <laughs> did the last game end with the play at the plate? With the hand up in the okay, air with the ball. That was, there was Pudge, um, right? He had the ball up in the air. Yeah. That was 2003. Oh, really? That wasn't no, the no, one? No, 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 bro. I don't think it was, bro. I, I don't think yeah, it was I don't 2003. Nine, 97... That's Pudge uh, on the ground holding the I ball. I think it was 97, bro. No, See, 90, you're, the old, you're the old one, Fausti. <laughs> See, 97, okay, so 97, I was at the game. So it was um, the first round. It was three games, right? If I remember And they correctly. were, like, supposed to be home field advantage, but they had that right. goofy. So it was, yeah. yeah, so the Marlins won the first two games. One of them was, like, a Renteria walk-off where the fucking ball hits the mound and shoots up in the air. 
Um, I, I was that. at game three Look uh, at Candlestick, and I remember it was their leadoff hitter. What was his name? Lance Johnson, I think, hit a grand slam, and the Giants lost something like 7-1. to one. The only – yeah. But it was – I'm pretty sure it was 0-3 was the play at the plate where uh, – JT Snow. See, that's what I'm thinking. The JT Snow was 97, yeah. I thought. No. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. 2003, <laughs> I wasn't working at the WWE, bro. I'm telling you. You know what's funny, Vince? I go. Either way, Faust. we couldn't beat the damn Marlins. <laughs> yeah, either <laughs> way, I know, it, I know it was Giants Marlins who scored this. I mean, bro, that that was one of the days where, like, I just hated, I hated Vince McMahon because, like, professional sports meant nothing to him. Yeah. So he could never understand. And ah, bro, I I, I despised him for missing that. That's me with football. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Like on football season. I got to go to the fiance's mother's house or father's house. And I go, I'll take a day trip Saturday. And we're driving yeah. back that same, which is two hours away. And I'm like, I'm driving back because I'm not missing football. And it's yeah. well known. And the thing is, if you state that kind of shit, the first day you ever date them, it's fine. You can't change yeah. halfway through. You'll right. be okay. Yeah. Um, so this year must have been a crazy surprise for both of you because Faust said, I'll be happy if they're 500. I remember when the season started. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was I like they'd be around 500 because they were, uh, bro, I, they were I, solid I, I, last year. Yeah, Fausti, I, I, I was, I was the same thing. I was, I thought 500 would have been a winning season. Yeah, like if I they would have finished, yeah, over unders in Vegas. Like I wish I would have put fucking money down because I remember seeing like <laughs> 74 and a half was like their over under. I'm like they're gonna easily, you know, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, it might have been like seventy two or something like seventy two yeah, and ninety. It was, something, it was something like that. You sure yeah. it didn't say Mets when you were looking at that Fausti? Yeah, it could have been. But bro, it was like Fausti could tell you, man. Bro, I'm telling you, man. I I can't remember a season where like it was so exhausting, man. Because every freaking game, the Dodgers were on yeah. their like it was exhausting man i mean this entire season like you couldn't come up for air and i mean like that that you know that's why we'll we'll talk about how it ended and whatnot but bro when it ended like there was such a a weight taken off my back man because it's like we we couldn't breathe from like june on mm-hmm. like every freaking day it was bro it was it, it was intense man mm-hmm. yeah my they boss started off hot and i just kept thinking all right well it's nice to get off to a hot start they'll, <laughs> they'll probably cool off right 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 yeah. i think they said they were either the only team or one of the few teams in history to um to win, like have a six hundred winning percentage every month of the season. It was. It was. They never had a bad month. Yeah. My boss yeah. said pretty much the same like you did, where he was like, "God, when they win, the Dodgers win. The one game they lose, the Dodgers mm-hmm. lose." He's like, "You can't. I can't get ahead of it. I can't." And it's I was brutal. always like, and everyone, even a Giants fan, was like, "You're waiting for it to fall. You're waiting for the crash. You're like, this isn't gonna last." It kept going. I'm like. This is insane. This is still going and comes down to one game out of the end of the year. And there's a T-shirt or a sweatshirt that Fauci sent me um, to look at online. And it says, Wilmer didn't go. (laughs) And I texted you after that, Vince, and I was like, that's some bullshit, man. Bro, I, I swear, like, obviously, I'm sitting there watching the game, you know? And, bro, like, people like, oh, Vince, how mad were you, this and that? Bro, I swear to God, I've been watching baseball a long time. There was no there was no feeling of madness. Mm-hmm. I sat there in shock. I could not believe what I was seeing. 
Like I was in shock that that ump made that call, ended that series that way, ended this team's season that way. I, I literally was in absolute shock that that's how that game ended. I don't know how that's even possible that, I, like I said to you, I go, in football, the refs swallow the whistle when it's like time. You go, okay, right. you know, unless there's some craziness. If he yeah, goes halfway NBA around. In NBA in the playoffs, same way. They, right. they kind of let him play. Yeah. Oh, and, bro, that was brutal. And Wilmer's my guy because I had told him, I said, Wilmer is the all-time leader, all-time for the Mets in walk-off wins, getting yeah. a hit or a home run to end it. I'm like, this is what he does. And he came up and I go, Oh shit, he's gonna do this again. And I was like, You've gotta be kidding me. Oh, bro, that was brutal. But I will say this, I don't care what anybody says, and I, I've not really heard a lot of people talk about this. But uh, you know, Fausti, if you follow them the way I do, and I know that you do, I don't care what anybody says. By the time they got to the Braves, the Dodges, the Giants had taken everything yeah, out of them. Exactly. I'm 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 sorry, bro. Between the season and then going those five games, by the time they got to the Braves, they were out of gas, man. So well, I, I a dead do, arm. They, yeah, I do give the Giants a great. I I do give them part of the credit of eliminating the Dodgers. I really do. How much is your hatred for the Dodgers? Like, I, I, do you I, not have I, that? When I was younger, bro, like yes. really, my father still has that hatred. And I think that's where I got that hatred when I was younger. But as I got older, man, I, I, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll wear dodgy gear and stuff. Like if I see really? something, at a, yeah, bro, well, if if I see I, something let's at, turn this channel <laughs> off. No, no, I'm sorry. Like if I see something in a thrift, if I, if I see a $2 nice Dodger hat at a thrift store, like I'm, I'm I get not it if it's anymore. Brooklyn because I have like yeah. stuff my father had because my father's from Brooklyn. So yeah. he was more of a Yankee guy. He didn't really go crazy or anything, but he had like Brooklyn Dodger stuff just because it says Brooklyn. And I'm right, like, I right. get that stuff. That's that's fine. And like I always say, being a Met guy, I go, my my parents both hate each other. It's, uh you know, the Dodgers and the Giants. That's why the Mets are even around. Yeah. So yeah. why they have their colors. Yeah. Because yeah. me and Fausti have this debate, and I always try to bring it up where I say, Do you think you hate the Dodgers as much as I hate the Packers? Because I said, I don't think it's possible. I, yeah. No. That yeah. is dead is. blood. That is. I, I hate them, but like with this series, I, I, could, I, I remember even telling some people, I'm like, I just need the Giants to beat the Dodgers. I don't care if they lose next round. I mean, obviously, I'd want them to win next round, but I could just, I just want to beat the Dodgers. Just that. Because I, I know a few Dodger fans too so that's that's part of it but i was thinking about this too as i'm um this dodger team well the, doesn't have too many guys that i hate well bauer i hate but he's you not know, even he there. Got he's got his own problem <laughs> yeah but uh, a lot of the other guys turner is eh. kershaw's at the end of his life you know a lot of those guys i don't really hate they don't have like the puig yeah you know, those well, guys well, that you, you fucking hate you know what i think hate you know what i think changed like where I really started a not hating play. I think fantasy baseball changed that because like, you know, if I got a job, I, I, I'm a Jeff Turner go-to guy a lot in fantasy baseball. So like if, if Turner's on my fantasy team, like I'm rooting for Turner, you know what I'm saying? So I really think fantasy baseball really took the edge off of me hating franchises, you know? 
Who do you think you need to sign going? Do you think Bryant is going to be signed, or do you want Bryant, or is there a wish list for you at all for who who to be signed? I definitely want Bryant, bro, because I think he fit in really, really nicely to the team. I think he was happy there. I definitely uh, want them to sign him. I I, I don't think it's going to be a top priority of them, though. Obviously, bro, they're going to have to rebuild that pitching staff because all of them are free agents yeah. except uh, Webb. Webb. Just Webb. Um, so else, they're yeah. going to have to. like do- a one or two year deal. So yeah, some exactly. Of them might bring back, but there's they, they got some money. They can they can yeah. get some more guys in. Yeah, and you hear that the uh, the Mets are looking at your guys' uh, GM. Apparently. Oh, he already he already turned it down. Oh, turned it down, bro. Yeah, he God said, I'm damn not, it. Are you kidding me? Nobody bro? wants to go team. there. What the hell is this? Well, the, it, they said it's not so much the Mets as as uh, Staying with he the grew up a Giants fan uh, and he yeah. loves what's going on with the organization right yeah, now. That so. makes sense. Yeah. I keep hearing like they saying maybe Syndergaard that the Giants might go after, and I'm like, I wouldn't go crazy. I, we don't know. You don't know. He can't throw a curveball or slider right now. They say well, that's why you sign him to a one-year deal. At, and know, I would figure the Mets do that and yeah. say, "Here you go." They got that deep pockets thing and and be mm-hmm. done with it. But um, so who do you think? Uh, are you staying with the Braves since you could say I picked this from day one? You know, bro, it's really interesting. I am because that was that was my pick. So I'm going to stick with them. But it's really interesting. Like my son lives in Atlanta. He's a big Braves oh, wow. fan. And there's two things going on here, bro, that are very, very interesting. First of all, man, I'm telling you, watching the Braves, you know, we've seen it a million times, bro. This is the team with the momentum right now. Like, you can just kind of tell. However, on the other side of the coin with the Astros, bro, this is a – Big deal for them to prove to the world we can win this thing without cheating. That stigma is hanging over their head. So you you really got two very, very interesting stories. I'm going to stick with the Braves because that's who I originally picked. But I'm telling you, bro, the Astros are going to be all in, all in, bro. I have two reasons, obviously, to want Astros. And first is, of course, I can't have this Braves bullshit. I know some people go, <laughs> no, I want to prove that our division is the best. No, no, I hope the rest of the division has one win. I don't need any of that. Um, but I would love for Dusty. I like yeah, Dusty yeah, from being I here. I was always into him. He's a little freaked out with COVID, it seems to be. He, he's in a spacesuit half the game. <laughs> And yeah. like Fauci said, I don't know. I wonder if he has his toothpick underneath this mask. And how does he spit seeds? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, just, what's funny about Dusty, too, he's he still wears the the wristbands, too. He's got wristbands yeah. with his face on it and everything. Like, he's still yeah. playing. <laughs> his face on his wristband. That's always the best, too. So, I'll pick uh, Houston. Fausti, who you pick? Uh, like I said, I, I, I the only reason I'd root for the Astros is for Dusty. Because I used to, when the Astros won it last time before I knew they were cheating, I remember me and you, that was our team. Yeah. We were rooting for the Astros. Yeah, we got to pick one in the playoffs. <laughs> and then um, and then the Braves, they got a few ex-Giants on there. There's like uh, their Duval. Club, Will Smith, Duval. Yeah. That was a shitty fucking <laughs> trade. <laughs> yeah, man. July deadline trade that came back to get away. Uh, and, hey, Pablo Sandoval started the year on the Braves, so Pablo Sandoval could get another ring. He could get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, he was traded for Rosario, who fucking yeah. tore up the Dodgers. So, yeah, so who are you picking? Ooh, Try I'll to pick get out Braves. of it with your shit. Like Vince okay. said, they got the momentum. They just seem like that – 
You, you know, you're always going to feel like that. this team's got it. They yeah. just, just roll into so I'll pick the Braves. Okay. Yeah. Another question for you, Vince, before you go, a uh, wrestling-related question, because we used to do the podcast on poll, and I couldn't wait for October because I had such questions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I waited all this time, and it's a Brian Pillman thing because I love Pillman. So he dies in this October, right, at the Hell in a Cell thing. I know the storyline is going to the... It's the gold dust and them are going to renew their vows that next night where he dies right before. What is the story? Is Does she turn on him at the wedding? Is she then fully with Pillman the rest of the way and she's with Heart Foundation? Bro, I didn't write the attitude there. I was waiting I, for you to go, I don't remember. I have no idea. I didn't write well, what I didn't did, write What did Vince that McMahon stuff, tell you was going to happen then? I, had, I, I, I didn't write any of that stuff, bro. <laughs> So I can't get an answer you know, about this. You know what I'm gonna do for you? Here's what I'm gonna do for you, Kev. Right. Here's what I'm gonna do. Kev <sighs> I don't like talking about that stuff. Okay. Here's what happened, bro. I'm gonna be honest with okay. you, man. I'm totally honest. Uh I've I've always been an honest guy. Bro, my uh my system, I found out about three months ago, bro, what was happening was when people were paying me through PayPal for subscribe, bro, a third party was intercepting the money and dumping it in their account in China. Really? So all my payments were going to somebody in China. Wow. So what happened, bro, was I'm like, holy shit, like we, I've got to rebuild a brand new site. And, you know, bro, this was one of the sites, I don't know how much you know about this stuff, but I learned so much. Bro, this was one of a site where you use all the plugins, you know, it's got WordPress and DAP and this and that. Bro, they were getting in through the plugins. Oh, Through the no. plugins is how, so I basically said, I, I've got to get something built from the ground up. No plugins. I got to get somebody to build, you know, write all the scripts and everything for uh -huh. me. Right. So bro, the fact of the matter is we were down for three months, uh -huh. three months, bro. And like no RSS feed, no nothing. Wow. We were emailing everybody their shows. Holy shit. The reality of it is bro, like in three months, I lost some business uh -huh. because we had no platform and I knew I was going to lose business, but I knew I, I've got to get this done. You mm -hmm. know I mean? We're going to lose some people, but in the long run. So I lost some business. So now bro, we, it, it's channelattitude.com. Now we're finally back in business. Uh -huh. So now I've got to build it back up to where it was. Sure. And, Bro, it it like it never stops. They want me to do the attitude era stuff. Why? I don't know. I didn't write it, but they want You mean me like to the fans do... want you to do it? Yeah, okay. bro, like constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly. I mean, you have so... to know this is I mean, this is your you did this. I of know, course. bro, but it's like I just I don't understand because it's like how long do you want to talk about this? So, but it's a great well, thing. You need to take that uh, as a compliment. It's uh, it's our fucking time that we all a lot of I people know. fell in love. Well, so so what I agreed to do that I'm going to do because I think this will be manageable, bro. Is like I'm going to take every episode. And I'm going to break it down like hour by hour and like review the show just like I would review a Monday Night Raw show. Mm -hmm. Same thing. So I wanted to tell you, bro, you are welcome to come on that show anytime. 
when, I, when I'm talking up. about a show, you could say you anytime, bro. Buzz me, Vince. What show are you watching? Okay. I'll let you sit in with me. But yeah, bro, it's like okay, man. I've I've, I've got to build it back up, so yeah. I got to give them something they want. And this was this was one of the things they really wanted. Wow. Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I know some people got very uh, hot when they saw that you would be reviewing the attitude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, bro, and like I said, I mean, the reality of it is if I did not go through this, I probably would have never done this. But now I've got to, you know, I've, I've got to build this thing back up. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is to answer Cav's original question, you got to wait till you get to that. Well, no, Cav, explain the situation yeah. to me again. Let me see if I can remember. So okay. what happened? So Pillman, does, this is the triple X file stuff. He's with yeah, Marlena. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going through all that. He has her for 30 days, whatever that is, right? 30, 40 right. days. Yeah, yes. And then, and he's screwing with Goldust. And they said, uh, Marlena and Goldust are going to review their vow, renew their vows the day after this thing comes up, which would have been the day after Hell in a Cell that Monday. Pillman dies on that Sunday. So they never are able to go ahead with the storyline of what is going to happen. So the wedding was supposed to happen on Monday if he hadn't died. From all I've heard through the years, through Grapevine, whatever this is, you know, however we hear anything, is that Marlena was supposed to turn on Goldust and then be with Pillman. So she was coming to the ring, like, as a hostage, but she was dressed hot as could fucking be. It was beyond. Um, but we all assume, because after that, it was a month later or so that she said, I want a divorce, and they had to go into a different direction. But... I'm assuming she turns on him at the wedding or Pillman does something at the wedding and she goes off with him and she's a bad guy. And then I guess she's just with Pillman and the Hart Foundation. I don't know. So she was, she was supposed to be marrying Pillman at the wedding? No, she's marrying Goldust at the wedding and renewing the vows because she's oh, now well, free. So we're going to renew our vows. We're back together. I had a hell with Pillman. So I'm going to, you know. Okay, so, so, so at this point, she would have already left Pillman. The time was up. Where she was hostage, she had to stay with him for thirty days. But wasn't there a scene though? I because I I produced a scene. I was there. Wasn't there a scene when she was in bed with Pillman? Yeah, that's the Triple X Files. So during that whole month, he's going, "Hey, Dustin, check out this from last night," and it's Brian Pillman's Triple X Files. He's in bed with her, and she's sitting there. Oh, she's in the shower the next week. Oh, the room is a mess, and he's busting his balls. And anytime they'd come to the ring or so, or he's like, "I'm not going to the ring. I'm not coming there this week because Gold Dust is there." So it was always like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm worn out from her. She was in the sack with him, right? She was sitting there like arms crossed, like disgusted. And he was like bothering her. And so it looked like I have to be here. It was. Yeah. Not 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 knowing that answer 100 Uh percent. I could only go go by where it had gone in my style of writing. And I would say 100 percent they would have screwed Goldust. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's, yeah. When you get right. to that episode, I would like to know your thoughts because yeah. I think yeah. it'll refresh everything because that Pillman X Files thing was fucking fantastic. Yeah. No, bro. Amazing. When you talk about that, like the only thing I vividly remember, I remember being in that room when they were in that bed together. Like uh-huh. I remember that, but I I don't remember all the other details of that. Yeah. I guess he just has a camera sitting there and like he's you know doing his home movie stuff. So that yeah. was that was fantastic. But I was. And and having the Melanie Pillman thing, were you uncomfortable out of your mind? Yeah, that 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 was before me. Like that was one hundred percent before my time. That that but, was when Pritchard and Vince were doing this. Okay, so yeah. like when they had they said because uh, it was said that McMahon said, "Oh, would you come on the show?" Because on that uh, dark side of the ring, she says, 
Vince says, you know, can we interview you? And she says, okay. That's what made everyone, people think that it was fake. It was yeah. too like, what? And she yeah, even said so. that she wasn't going to talk to him about the, like, if there's a drug thing. And Vince said yeah. he wouldn't, and he did. And she makes did a she, face. Did she say why she agreed to it? Because I did not see that episode. There, she just said, I think she said she was in a daze almost from everything. And she was like, okay. And because she didn't know how she was going to do anything from then on. And maybe you'd be nice to some, maybe you'll get a little back or something. But it was, I just recently watched that this month. And it was, oh, Vince goes, How have you thought of how you're going to support yourself and five kids from now on? It's like, holy God. Yeah, and, see, and, and see, that's the thing. That's, that was probably the main thought on her mind. And oh. that's why she probably did it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I yep. don't want to burn the, you know, sure. but I don't even, man, I don't even remember those specific oh, questions. Wait till you that, get to that, those episodes. You got, What year yeah. are you, you starting with? I'm really going to start it, bro. I'll be honest with you. Um, and I felt bad about this, but you know, you and your partner, you you started it like when I wasn't one hundred percent writing. Sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, bro, I was, you know, Vince, you know, threw down the magazine, threw down the gauntlet, yeah. this is what the but there was a process mm -hmm. before it was literally here it is. It, in me, Vince and Cornette. I mean, that's where it started. And then it was just me and Vince. But everything you guys were talking about was stuff that yeah. I was still kind of on the outside looking in. You know what I mean? So I'm going to start it, bro, where like I really remember, okay, bro, like okay. this is when I was writing the show. Would um, that, that be, though, the start? would you be getting into the, because uh, this is the month, however many years ago, with um, the Brett stuff. Because, like, don't you and Cornette both say you came up with the ending for that? Yeah, 1,000%, bro. That Survivor Series, yeah. that was me, Cornette, and Vince. Okay. I mean, 1,000%. By the time we got to that, that was the three of us in that room and yeah. nobody else. So it probably... I'm going to have to look at the shows to really know like, oh, okay, here's where like re really, bro, what I'm really talking about is like Pritchard really being out of the equation. That's because he, he's the guy I really, you know, replaced. So it was definitely by Survivor Series. It was just the three of us. But, you know, I'm going to back it up and really figure out. Okay, bro, this is where I start. That might be the time to start then because it's November of 97 that all hell breaks loose. So, and if people are always way into the whole screw job deal, you yeah. could start in with this is the meeting we had that will grab some, I think, right off the bat. Yeah. That, might, that might be a in. good, that might be a real good, because, bro, you know, it's really funny. Like, I, I don't think people understand, bro, when you're looking at two shows a week, and when you're looking at a pay-per-view, bro, you're looking at 116 shows a year. Mm -hmm. That's what you're looking at writing. Bro, you mm -hmm. don't remember one from the next. But I'll tell you what you do remember, bro. Like, when you know something is important and it's kind of like, okay, bro, this is going to be taught. You tend to remember those times. Mm -hmm. Like, I can remember SummerSlam leading up to SummerSlam that day, the aftermath. Bro, I can remember that vividly. Like something in my brain was like, this is going to be a big deal. Bro, I can remember Austin the first time him bouncing 
316 off of me. Like you just, you knew, like you wrote so much and it was like just another show, another show, another show. But like you knew the moments that were just going to last forever. And I got to say, bro, with that Survivor Series, man, I, in my brain, I can remember before, during, after, 1,000%. Awesome. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think just as advice, I would say, jump on that one. for And and this is the thing, too, is start with October just for yourself because then you'll get into yeah. how it goes. And then you will see the Pillman stuff, which is – and this is the debut of Kane at Hell in a Cell, all that stuff from yeah. 97. So, yeah. Uh, I want to thank see, you. See, now that I remember, that I was full-time writing. Well, so what month was that? That's October. October of yes. 97. That's the Hell in a Cell. That up. I, know, I know that because the, you know, the reason I remember that, bro, was that's the first time I met Ed Ferrara. Okay. He was at that pay-per-view, and that's the first time we met. So that's at that time, that was just me and Vince writing. That's why Vince knew I needed I needed a partner to write with. You think you'll have Ed on the show at all to discuss? He won't do nothing, really? he bro. Won't do he, and, you know, bro, it, it's so hard because Ed and I were together doing everything. So, like, the only person that can back up every one of my stories is Ed Ferrara. Sure. But he don't want to have nothing oh. to do with it. And I'm never going to go. I, I, I bless him. You know, he's sure. he's doing I would never, ever drag him into any conversation. But sometimes that's why it's tough, bro, because it was really the two of us. Bro, he would... If, if the two of us did the kind of show that you wanted to do, he would be able to fill in every hole that yeah. I can't. Uh-huh. So it, it's unfortunate when it comes to that, but it's like, bro, he doesn't want to go anywhere near the Is he the doing business. anything now? He's, I mean, he's a teacher at Full oh, Sail, no believe it or not. Oh, no shit on yeah. Full Sail, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been there for many, many, many years, Wow. Bro. Huh, I had no yeah. clue about that. Uh, I want to thank you for even talking a little bit about wrestling because we were going to do just baseball, but I had to know something about the Pillman stuff. So yeah. tell us, um, so it's channelattitude.com is the where to go 100% because I'm always confused because you have a couple different ones where I'm like, you got to have this all in one place, man. I yeah, think that's for is. the layman, you know? Yeah. See, Channel Attitude is the, the, the main platform because underneath that russosbrand.com is all wrestling that's all the wrestling shows russosbrand.com but there's other shows on there that have nothing to do with wrestling Mm -hmm. and that's what we were going to grow we were going to grow all these different shows but bro i'll tell you something i'm really excited about and it's actually going to take place on patreon um bro about two weeks ago i i had without a doubt period at the end of the sentence, closure, feel good about it. I had my last in my last encounter with Vince McMahon after I met Vince in 91. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was like about October 17, literally about 10 days ago. It, it, I know it's, it's game over. Like it is 100% game over. So because I've got to build and I got to come up with a, a lot of new content. One thing I'm going to do, bro, is my Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Okay. I am going to do a one month series in November and it's going to be Vince versus Vince. And it's going to go from the time I met him to our relationship over the years to this final, final encounter. And I really believe bro, like this final encounter really 
opened up my eyes and made me understand why we're seeing what we're seeing hmm. today. That's and I think when, when I shed light on that and bro, I've got the emails. I mean, I, I, I'm going to read this, this stuff verbatim mm-hmm. because I'm going to tell this is, this was the exchange. I think when, when I explain that you're, you're going to realize, okay, bro, that's, that's why they're at where they're at huh. today. So it was by email exchange. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was. That was yep. going to be my tease. Was it phone, text, email, no. voice? Facts. Okay. No, it was. <laughs> well, actually, I don't, I don't even think there was any text involved. No, it was one hundred percent email. So you yeah. have his email address at least. So you could. Always- I, I've got his email. I got his phone number. But I, I know now, like it's bro, it's done. Like it's wow. never, 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 never. Was it a, a dicky ending? Like it was a shocking ending. Oh. Like a. It was it, it was an ending to me, like honestly, bro. Like I was like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Ending. It was it was that kind of an ending. Wow. wow. Hmm. Yeah. See, now you got everybody's curiosity. So mm-hmm. this starts in November. Yes. First yes. week on us. What day we talk? I'm, I'm not I'm not sure yet, bro. Okay. But it'll, it'll definitely it's going to be the month of November is going to be a series. It's going to be more than one show, mm-hmm. and it's good. That's going to be up on our Patreon. I just brought in e- EC3 mm-hmm. is I coming on that. board. Al Snow is coming on mm-hmm. board. So, like I said, bro, now that I've got the channelattitude.com platform back up, now we could start building out shows. Again. I- I'm shocked by the whole somebody was. F- getting in for the money th- that is some wild bro. wild Un- shit unbelievable man Oof. you know yep. that's yep. insane well thank you vince so much i appreciate it i don't know if you've uh heard some other shows where i was accused of uh being in love with you and i said i don't oh have God. a problem with this guy he goes, you said he goes you defend this guy what are you in love i go i might have uh, some bro, love for him that's bro fine. bro people bro the <laughs> drama like on the internet like bro we you know i'm hated on that conan show by the way for me being a host who is this fucking guy he's shit i'm like i never look at a comment ever again after the uh, first show bro. i'm done bro, bro bro i haven't had a platform for three months so like for three months i couldn't do anything but I had all these ideas. Uh-huh. So like, as soon as like we had a beta test the site, as soon as it was good to go, I'm like, okay, bro, let's, let's start putting yeah. out these new shows, bro. We start creating all this new content mm-hmm. and I'm accused of begging for money. And I'm like, bro, it's, 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 it, I, I, I can't, bro. I can't. I can't deal with it. I man. beg for money. I go, hey, sign up. It's $5 for the <laughs> WrestleMania. Let's go, bro, baby. Can I tell you something, bro? When I started on Twitch, and I started with Twitch, mm-hmm. so they were coaching me at the beginning. And, bro, I'll never forget, Twitch said to me, Vince, I know how hard it is, but if you don't ask them for money, there's no point in you even being yeah. on this platform. Mm-hmm. That's part of being on the platform. You're giving a service. You're providing entertainment. You have to ask for it. Uh-huh. And bro, that was like so hard for me at the beginning. But they basically said, don't even be on the platform because that's part of being on the platform. But what we I mean, you know, Cab, it's like the bottom line is. Okay, bro, like, so we should do all these podcasts for free because our time means nothing. Like, it's it's just bizarre, bro. It's just bizarre. I'm going to have to get on your show just to promote, try to get these hundred people over to my 
goddamn thing so I can give these things. Because I go, watch <laughs> this thing die at 50. I'll be like, motherfucker, <laughs> I have all these prizes. And I'll tell you what, the Hogan thing ain't going unless it's 100. Fuck this shit. Well, bro, let me know. Let me know when you need okay. to. Just just, just, uh, just tweet me and let me know. Bro, okay. I'll, gladly, bro, I'll gladly bring you on that I show. appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. you coming on, Vince. Um, yeah. We'll have you on another time for sure. Talk about some more nonsense, especially uh, after the whole uh, Vince versus Vince comes, because I'm, I'm dying for this one. Oh, this is going to be great. The hardest yeah. question I have for you, what's my real name? Uh... <laughs> I don't. I, you know what? People who've known me go. For, I'll tell you, the first name is Chris. But they they go. Who else is named Chris here? They're like, what the fuck, bro? I told you when I got that Christmas gift, I had no freaking clue. I'm like, what? Who the freak is? This? I'm looking I'm where it went. I go, what the fuck? It says it's delivered. But but, but okay, I, I I think I do know. Really? Okay. It's, Caval it's Cavalier, right? There you go, baby. Okay, so I know. There I it knew, is. Bro. Love it. Love it. Thank there you so go. much, Vince. Uh, we will Thanks, talk Vince. soon. We appreciate everything, man. Yeah, Fausty, nice meeting you, bro. I could talk, I could too, talk Giants all day, bro. So it was we'll, cool meeting we'll you, Maybe we'll do it man. again at the start of next season. Absolutely, bro. Go. Yeah, once the free agents are signed yeah. and we know who's where, I definitely love to do it, man. That would be great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, take care, guys. All right, all right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, Vince. Bye. Well, that was fun. Yeah. That was a blast. I'm not going to talk wrestling, but we got to get that wrestling question. Oh, we had to get the wrestling oh, yeah. 40, question. Uh, 40 minutes. We're 40 at. minutes. So um, this will be, as you well know, whoever's listening, this will be slid in to uh It's a very long yeah. show. It's going to be fast. This will be on the- It's a uh, very long show. On the Godfather plus tier yeah video. the video will be yes but um or Godfather tier. well now let's send it back to Cav Faust and Gr Gregorio gentlemen thanks guys for uh, handing it back to us uh what do you think about that Greg fantastic huh oh the the best man the thank best you. thank you best interview <laughs> in the business best. Thank, you. thank you this is why we have to sign your shoes Greg and the like I said, the Faust in the beginning, the most, the second most famous person. I would put Alex Smith third, probably in that list. Uh, and then, and then, you know what though? That's that's wrong to say. That's that's horrible. Um, I would say probably fourth because Luke Perry would be third Faust. Yeah. Oh yeah, Luke Perry. There you go. And he put his head on his shoulder when he took a fucking picture. Like a fucking yeah. homo. Evander <laughs> Holyfield probably should. Who Evander Holyfield? Yeah, where was that? Vegas. Yeah. That and then yeah, it was fake, at the hotel we we're staying at. And then a fake Tupac would be six, probably. Oh yeah, the fake, fake Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, that's gotta work. <laughs> Gave him ten bucks to cut a video for the YouTube, for YouTube show. show. <laughs> that's great. So great. Okay, so we're gonna give you a little bit of the OB show. Um, if you don't, if you're not aware, so being a, a Bears fan, there is a old timer named Ed Obradovich who is a, a, a great defensive star for the Chicago Bears in the 60s, won championship in, like, 66, something like this. And uh, Dan Hampton, Hall of Famer, 85 Bears. And they do a radio show after the Bears game is done. And usually, even if the Bears win, there's some fucking, fuck you, these guys suck in, in this game. So we, we I kind of have a, a problem where I say, fuck, man, I... I it's a it's a silver lining. My team loses, but goddamn, it's gonna be a good show for the OB show and last yelling and screaming. And when this week happens to be thirty eight to three, I say, let me sit back and put my hands behind my head, my my feet up, <laughs> because I know this is going to be 
wild. And I almost could I got a cramp in my hand writing notes, Faust. It was there was so much to write down. I go, God damn, there's a lot of shit here. So this first clip from the show is um let's see. Oh, where are the coaches? And uh there's uh, a line by OB that is very <laughs> it it's a signature line that he uses in here, Faust. Um so here you go. It's where's the coaches because poor Fields having a hard time. You see him on a sideline, nobody there. He sit there with his head fucking up in the air, like what the fuck, and uh, everyone go. Which is kind of good that everyone went away because the coach has COVID. Get away from my quarterback. <laughs> it's so funny. The whole town, nobody is like really blaming Fields. I've heard very few go. Maybe he's not that good, and that's the problem. I rarely. It's it goes to the coaching. It goes to. He has zero fucking time because, like I said, I go, I don't care if Tom Brady was back there. He'd have to throw the ball one second out. So, you know, so here you go. And from top to bottom was incompetence. Here's the deal, folks. Here's the question that should be asked this head coach since we have been playing Justin Fields. The question, first question to him after this game today. The question is, where were his coaches for four quarters on the sideline where they should be counseling him and getting him through the difficult situations in this game? Where were they? One time did I see a coach sit next to him. How many times did you see the TV cameras on him? He's staring into space. My God, he's a rookie. He's just playing, getting into his what? This is our seventh game? And this kid's getting pummeled again, and nobody is counseling him, sitting with him, going over what happened the previous three downs, four downs, two sets of downs. This is beyond stupidity, folks, and I'm not going to mince any damn words here tonight. This is enough with this guy, and I'm talking about Nagy. How the hell do you go out there and and we've got and we give up again almost an entire draft to get to move up to yes. get Fields, and we put him in Nagy's hands with the rest of the 25 coaches. And we passed for one yard. We passed for another 109 yards. We passed for 134. We passed for, what, 168 today? And we're supposed to win a football game with this nincompoop as our head coach who can't get a question, can't answer a question. And, again, I'm going to say one more damn time. Where were the coaches for four quarters? You let that kid sit on the bench all by himself? And not counseling him, walking, talking him through, you'll be shamed of yourselves. You know. There you go with the first clip. This is that was uh, three minutes in, Faust. Jeez. <laughs> he ain't gonna mince words, by the way. Just Gave so you a know. whole draft to move up. I knew you would like that. I was like, <laughs> give up the entire world. To get up there, at least he doesn't like because the Mitch one was you gave up an entire draft for trash. This is you gave up an yeah. entire draft and you don't fucking help this motherfucker. So that's different. Right. Um, this is about uh, certain plays, not doing bootlegs um, until it is too late here. Your prize possession is taking a beating. Again, Danny, here's what happened. Folks going into the second minute of the second quarter. 
We he, this kid was getting whacked around the entire first quarter. Finally, finally, they ran a bootleg. They got him out of the pocket. And for most of the game, they had him in the pocket. Very seldom did they do a sprint out, move the pocket, bootleg, naked bootleg. I keep saying it, and, and, they, and they don't seem to get it. My God, get the kid out of the pocket. We've got five guys up front that can't block. And Todd, can anybody figure that out? And Todd Bowles is a man. You know, <laughs> this Faust, Faust, after the game, the Blackhawks hockey game came on for three hours. Oh, so he's had time to this sit. This is after three hours. Oh, I can't man. imagine being still this fucking juicy. Um, Fired up again. Holy fuck. God bless you. I'm glad, too. Uh, I mean, Carm said, <laughs> we're on after the Blackhawks game, but trust me, it'll be worth the wait. <laughs> he's sitting there in a room. Uh, you see, he liked my tweet, too, when I said, you need to have a Patreon of you guys just watching the game. Because, oh, mm, God, that would be so good. Um, watch along with Obi and him. Why, oh, man, that would be, oh, that'd be great. I'd pay for it. I really would. Uh, Jalen Johnson is the Bears' second-year corner. Very good. He went later in the draft. I think it, I got him a couple rounds late. I'm thinking second for some reason, but maybe later. and uh, Maybe second. And they said he would have gone in the first, but he had like a shoulder issue. That's what kept him away. But he's like first-grade quality, if healthy. He got fined this week because he was late to a meeting. And this was all the rage because of what he did about it. Develop Justin Fields. I'm going to tell and you. And it's the complete 180. I'm going to tell you, I think that he has lost this team. And I'm going to tell you why. When Who was it that, that got caught? Uh, oh, Jalen Johnson. Folks, this past week, he came supposedly a minute late to practice, okay? A minute late to practice. So what happens? He practice, He goes out to practice. He comes back in. He finds... Now, I, I agree with... I don't care if you're one minute. And that's what I was glad mm-hmm. OB's not on that point. It's on mm-hmm. what they do about it. A letter in his locker. He opens it up, and he's fined approximately $300. 3000 Huh? Three thousand. Three thousand dollars. He's fine because he came a minute late. Now, who put that letter in there? Nagy? Did he walk over and put it in? I doubt it. He wrote a letter, put an envelope, and gave it to somebody to go put it on the shelf. Instead, folks, instead of when you call Jalen Johnson, when that happens, you call him into your office. You look him eye to eye. You look him right in his face, and you tell him why he's being fined or why he's being suspended. Okay. That is exactly what you do. You don't write a letter and give it to somebody and have him put it in his locker. You know what? And guess what Jalen Johnson did with that letter? To show you the respect that he has for this coaching staff and Nagy, he goes and puts it on the Internet. Is that showing respect to the coach? Does that coach, does he need respect? Does he have to have respect? Or does he show respect to his players? 9.48 9.48 with you till 11. So, yeah, he uh, he posted it. Look, here's my – I got fined and put it out there. And, like, Nagy, I know it. Somebody in the press conference said, uh, so, what about – he's like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, fucking – he knows nothing about shit. What about it? Did you guys hear any of the Nagy press conference at all in the news, clips, ESPN, anything like that? I did not. Um, it, it's It's startling. And here they will play some here. I, I can't even, I can't believe what he says. It's 
This motherfucker is rainbows and sunshine. If they lost 80 to 3, he his usual answer is, first of all, we need to know the why. We need to find out why. We oh, yeah. Respond. It's fuck you. You know, there's no overturning a table because he wants to be friends with everybody. So uh, here you go. Tell you what. Uh, could okay. Bad, could it be that this guy's lost this team or damn close to it? Okay. In the postgame comments, he said over the last 48 hours or so, they've gotten closer than they've ever gotten. Do we have that clip? Let, let's play here, here. We got a bunch of nag here. Let's play cut five, Curtis. He's, he's a con artist. Well, here, here's cut five. Where he's <laughs> so in other words, he, you know, he realizes the error of his ways and he goes kowtowing. Well, he you know exact the, the huge, gigantic mistake he made came back and hit him smack in his face and now he's trying to play his way out of it. Right. He loves all his players. At the same point in time, I will say the last couple of days with our team, um, we've become really close. And, uh, you know, for for us to become as close as we had the last 24, 48 hours, um, I just I just trust and believe in them, and they they've done it before. Uh, we're three and four right now. Uh, again, we can't have this affect us and make it be a two or three or four um, feel like that much of a loss. This is a, we lost, and we got to learn from it. Our guys have rebounded before in the past, and I just know from. Our discussion in there after the game and where we're at right now as 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 fighters and people and teammates, it's not fun. It's it's this is not fun. But at the same point in time, um, we all go through some adversity to be able to get us, you know, where we want to go in the end. And so that's why I feel that way. There it is, Ob. They they've they've gotten. I love it. They've gotten closer in the last twenty four to forty eight hours. They are they are, singing kumbaya. Yeah, I'm airplane. gonna tell you what, they have gotten closer <laughs> to getting further away than they've ever been before. No, so what they're saying is they hope you they, think you think the Nagy's bear, getting closer yeah. to the door. Shut him out. You think the Bear fans they can't read through this guy's the words that he just used and the and the phrases and how he tried to con his way out of a horrible situation that he totally mishandled as the head coach in the National Football League. Totally and completely mishandled. You can hear or you can see whatever I'm trying to say, the smile on his face as he's talking there. I mean, he's just in this great mood. <laughs> we just had the greatest time this week getting to know each other. It's like, dude, dude, you just lost 38 to three. You're a head coach in the NFL. This is in high school. Like, I don't I don't love a Bill Belichick press conference at all, but but channel a little bit of that. Have some edge to you. There's just there's he's just a smiling weirdo. Well, Mark, it shows you it shows you the mentality of this guy. Again, for the third time, a kid comes in late, and he finds him, and he sends somebody with a note to put in his locker. He doesn't address the situation. Those fifty three guys on that team are the people basically that he has the final word that he picked, and you don't come in and confront him. Look him eye to eye and straighten his act out. And you you send somebody with a letter telling him he's fined three thousand dollars. But look, are you kidding me? Look look. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go over to the other side and do plenty more OB. So if you guys I just say Nagy got so close to his other players, he fucking caught COVID from him. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking mouth fucking them. That's probably what he's oh, doing. You catch catch it that way. Mom. God you know they, they say winning solves everything, but what is <laughs> they just lost thirty eight to three? How and, close I mean, can they're, you be? They're shit for discipline. A guy's getting he has the most second most 
He's had five players ejected in four years for like punching another player. Uh, the only mm. team more so was the Dolphins. So you know the discipline when you're like the discipline is shit. That's on coach. And they right. showed they showed the guys this offensive lineman studies film to know how to get under your skin and wants you to do shit to him. They told them that before the game. And he fucking does it. He punches the guy in the face. Get the fuck off this team. You are a moron. If anybody wants to hear the rest of all this beautiful OB stuff and um, wants to get in on the wrestling packages and uh, prizes, make sure to go to patreon.com slash lingusmafia and check out the wrestlingus tier or the plus tiers. Also, go to at Lingus Mafia if you want to see just a few of the things that we are giving away. You could see the signed stuff. You could see multiple things there. If you want to get a taste and more stuff is being added. That's it. See you on the other side. What? You haven't signed up to Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia yet? Not only will you get the second half of this show on time on Tuesdays. You could also go back in our history for over 500 plus shows, like number 94, where I was on my deathbed. And I am Fausty Walnuts. And I'm Cav Manning. Also, by becoming a member of patreon.com slash lingusmafia, you are free to send us a submission of your own show, and we'll play it like these super fans. Lingus Mafia podcast family, grab the lube, sit down, and get ready. For Creepy Crutchfield, Girls of Porn, where are they now? The Cocketeer. He's got a motherfucker, he flies around with his dildo jetpack. You see her butthole and the vagina, and she's just going to town with her fingers. WWE pay-per-view previews. So, gotta be honest, not excited about this. It's a horror show. It really is a horror show, but not in a good way. The Duchess and I review Total Bellas, like the time they said they wrote a book. Stop that, you're gonna make me laugh. So get on over to patreon.com slash lingus mafia and see what you've been missing. Yeah, your asshole, you know, I mean, your intestines curve around, but so does my dick. <laughs> as, as by Rob's Don't picture with it over my shoulder bent to the sides. <laughs> Remember, I could do anything I want because my dad is dead. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Good night. And good luck. Best podcast in the world. microphone nobody can touch me yours truly <laughs> i'm done show's over good day Fade to black